0: math tutors.
1: Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW.
0: One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice.
1: I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time.
0: <laughs> I'm McGunning and I've seen them all.
1: Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Today, we are discussing season six, episode three, Must Be a Guy Thing, which, just like the episode before, is not streaming as our time of recording. So we watch it old school on a digital video disc.
1: <laughs> we sure did, together. <laughs> there are a lot of good moments that it was like fun there to are. be watching it with someone it, you know, else. It, it, this it time. was, it was.
0: <laughs> but I'm always like, oh no, I shouldn't say that out loud. You know, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> spoil our conversation.
1: Yeah. Well, chances are I would forget what was said anyway. Oh, okay. Um, so. All right. <laughs> All right. This episode, or we're cracking open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards and professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode aired on September 20th, 1995. Almost to 96, but not quite.
0: We're almost there.
1: Some movies to mention. Uh, All these came out on September 22nd. The first one is Canadian Bacon, written and directed by Michael Moore. It was his only non-documentary. Yeah, I didn't realize
0: Michael Moore... I mean, I guess it's the only one, but I didn't realize that he had anything that wasn't a doc. Yeah,
1: I thought it was all documentaries. Uh, fun fact, or I guess not fun fact. Uh, this was <laughs> this was John Candy's final released film. You think that's fun? I said not so fun. It's a you're it's a, a monster. On my other on the other podcast, I like they call it grim facts, so we'll call that a grim oh. fact. It's a grim fact. It's a grim fact. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, What's your go-to John Candy film? Look at me asking you like as if you were going to have an answer to that. I'll tell you, mine is probably Spaceballs. I love uh, Spaceballs. I hate Spaceballs.
1: Uh, what? I hate Spaceballs. You're grim.
0: You're grim, <laughs> my friend. You I'm, are.
1: I'm honestly... I guess I'd have to say Cool Runnings. I guess that would be... Okay.
0: He's, he's great in Cool Runnings, sure. I guess. Weird choice, but... You know, it's on brand. It's the Kendra brand.
1: I mean, I really like Cool Runnings, so. Yeah. Okay. And the the Olympics that just happened, the Jamaican bobsled team was back. So there was a lot of talk oh, about Cool Runnings. That's true. Oh, you love the
0: Olympics. So of yeah, course.
1: Like, why wouldn't you
0: love Cool Runnings? Uncle Buck? Uncle yeah. Buck, another great. Him and Macaulay Culkin? OK.
1: Uh, I don't know if I've seen that one, actually.
0: It's pretty good.
1: Uh, Empire Records, starring Liv Tyler. I haven't seen that one, either. It's, that's a name no, that I, I keep hearing, but I've never seen it. I haven't
0: seen it. Liv Tyler was definitely uh, another crush of my teenage years, though.
1: Of course. Of course.
0: I mean, if she and I were both single, I'd be open to see where it was going. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. So, what,
0: you know, but, but I, you know.
1: <laughs> uh, seven, starring Brad Pitt.
0: I've heard of him, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's he's a name, isn't he? And Yeah, sh- he was on Friends. <laughs> yeah, that's right, he was. That episode is so funny.
0: That <laughs> is good. Yeah, it is good.
1: And Showgirls starring Tiffany Thiessen's Saved by the Bell co-star Elizabeth Berkley.
0: Showgirls got a lot of fun call-outs in uh, Saved by the Bell, the reboot, season two, with Elizabeth Berkley, like, I making can imagine. fun of what happened in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Have you not seen season two of Saved by the Bell yet?
1: Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. but I probably didn't pick up on it when. Oh, I see. when I was watching it, so... All right, TV, September twenty first, Caroline in the City premiered with uh, Mm. starring Leah Thompson,
0: Leah Thompson of Back to the Future fame at this point. Of course, Caroline in the City ends on a cliffhanger. Kendra, four or five season run of a show ending on a cliffhanger, not cool.
1: Four or five seasons. Yes, that's too many. I'm just too many to end on a cliffhanger.
0: That I I think she ended up with Richard. I think that makes the most sense. Don't you think?
1: Sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll uh go with your judgment there. Yeah. Uh another show on the 21st, The Single Guy with Jonathan Silverman.
0: I loved that too. I don't think that went past one season, but I loved that show. Never heard of it. That's a good one.
1: And on September 23rd, JAG. JAG. Was it starting or was it ending?
0: <laughs> JAG started okay. and then ran I think it jag did a network switch it was on i want to say nbc or something for a season and they were like pass and now (laughs) like the jag franchise continues with ncis hawaii like brand new
1: oh yeah right
0: so yeah i think i mean original ncis is still going too but it all spun out of jag
1: what a (laughs) moneymaker All right, music, September 26th. We have several albums that came out. Uh, the first one is Ball Breaker, ACDC. Sounds fun. Forgiven, but not forgotten by The Coors. Uh, who oh. eventually show up on nine hundred two 90210.
0: We are going to have to get Hillary from previously on X-Men to join us we for will. that one. Because she is the biggest Coors fan.
1: <laughs> the Gold Experience by Prince.
0: I don't get Prince. I want to. I want to like Prince. Can't make myself do it.
1: I like I like Prince songs. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. Beret. Like, yeah, I love Raspberry Beret. That's R- probably my yeah, favorite. Raspberry Beret. Yeah. Raspberry beret is probably my favorite Prince song. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: next is I'm sorry. Outside. <laughs> I'm sorry, Outside by David Bowie. Oh. Bowie, and Tales by Lisa Oh. <laughs>
0: i didn't know you were gonna do like voice acting work sorry that that's i guess
1: that's a <laughs> there's an episode of flight of the concords where they do this whole david bowie thing so i was talking as the people from flight of the Concords. oh wow that's like talking that's like about level yeah, yeah sorry it, that's a couple
0: down you guys you guys did at least a love episode of a 90s music Comedy like right
1: yes i had never heard of her i had never heard oh. that song and now i love is it is
0: was that You Live, You Learn? Or no, that's... A, is that her? Is that it?
1: No, that's Alanis Morissette. Um, okay, it, that's what I thought. Yeah. It was... Um, do Is it called Stay? I stay, think it is. Like
0: Stay, I Missed You, that one. Yes,
1: yes, that's what it is. Yeah,
0: okay, yes.
1: Yep, love it. All right, last thing to mention, video games. Here are the top-rented video games for September 1995. The first one is Killer Instinct, which was a fighting game for the Super Nintendo. And the other one is Batman Forever on the Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. I don't.
0: I don't know that I play. I, I know I played that on original PlayStation. I don't think I played the Sega version. It was bad on PlayStation. That's all I remember.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, you heard it here. All right. Hey,
0: <laughs> uh, how, about, how about this? Chris O'Donnell, who plays Robin in Batman Forever, stars in NCIS New Orleans. <gasps> so there you go.
1: Wow. Not New
0: Orleans, L.A. NCIS L.A. with LL Cool J
1: nice i have seen several Sorry, random episodes face. of that show have you yes i think i think i have just okay. like well like, it's hard to know which ones but i've mm-hmm. caught things on tv <laughs> at some point
0: <laughs> Kendra, i'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is the best episode we've ever recorded you think
1: so there's a lot of I like
0: so maybe
1: just, but this, all the but like this. yeah
0: all the marks yes checking a lot of boxes here can I tell you something from beyond the zip code, Kendra?
1: Yes, please do. Okay. <laughs> from
0: 2019 to 2021, Trevor Donovan of the CW 90210, and of course, the USS Christmas, of course, uh, had the recurring role of Ryan Taylor on the series The Baxters, based on the novels by Karen Kingsbury. Do you come from a Karen King Karen Kingsbury family, Kendra?
1: No, uh, but my library ties, I know of Karen Kingsbury. You know. Yes. You know. You I know. know. Okay. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's look at our synopsis for Must Be a Guy Thing. Class is back in session, and ex Brandon is looking for a job on the Condor, only to clash with Susan Keats, the editor. As Colin meets more of the gang, they learn that Colin and Valerie have a past, and Val promptly hires him to paint a mural in the After Dark. Yeah, nothing. It's going to be fine. Kelly is not pleased with any of these developments. In other bad ideas, Claire volunteers to tutor Steve in math. Meanwhile, Dylan heads to campus to find Tony Marchette's son, only to learn Tony has a daughter and she's a fox. Finally, the the gang heads to to the Peach Pit to see Ray play for a record exec. Brandon convinces Susan to come along for a flirty field project observing men and women in the wild. Sparks fly all over the place. Listeners, if you recall, uh, Nick writes the summary and I do not read it until we are live. So you're getting my, my first take on it. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills?
0: Today's episode was written by John Eisendrath, and I didn't recognize that name, so I looked him up. This is the first episode of 90210 that he has written, uh, but he will write 35 total. And prior to this, he'd written three episodes on Models, Inc. So I guess they figured Models, Inc. went so well, let's pull him over to the flagship. Yeah. But he'd served on the production staff for Models, Inc. as well, but he came over uh, in season six here to 90210 and eventually was a made executive producer for the latter half of the series run. So he'll be here for a while. (laughs) Today's episode was directed by Jason Priestley. And here's the funny (laughs) thing about us watching this together. Kendra and I were watching this and one of us, no me, I was like, man, this is a goofy episode. And Kendra was like, yeah, did Jason Priestley direct it? (laughs) And I was like, Yes, he yes, he did.
1: did. And
0: then we, you can pick them out. You really,
1: you really, really yeah. can. You can pick it out. It's yeah. kind of like how, uh, in Gilmore Girls, once you know that, um, oh man, I forget. Paladino, One... Dan, Dan Yes, Paladino. Dan Paladino. Once you start yeah. to look at Dan Palladino's, uh, episodes, you can kind of pick them out.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. A, a weird thing here. For some reason, Jenny Garth's name is spelled wrong. The so the it's, it's jenny with a y so
1: i guess i okay. would think that once the opening credits are set you don't like edit them week to week so yeah this is a weird i wonder if someone was just like playing a prank on yeah. her or something i don't know it was very strange or if it's like a
0: yeah if it's like an older version of it but what's what's confusing to me is that it's still like that on the dvd like yeah yeah so i don't get it i don't get it you wanted Kenny them to Garth, like scribble scribble it why. out
1: and uh and yeah, fix I mean, it for the
0: dvd they have they could have used the one for the previous episode you know what i mean like yeah. they obviously have no, this correct the only
1: it's thing just... they could do was scribble it out and...
0: was scribble is that how it <laughs> yeah, works okay
1: scribble it out Right. you right
0: you're you're more hip to the digital world than i can <laughs> so i'm gonna take your word on not that
1: not that much more hip <laughs>
0: But a little, Kendra. Come
1: on. A le- oh, sure, uh, a players, little. players.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got Stanley Campbell back as Tony Marchette, Senior, the man, the man version. The man. We have Ken lerner back as Jerry Corman. Paul Collins returns as John Bardwell. I had to look this one up. John Bardwell is Steve's like academic advisor. He was the one way back in season four that was like, oh, you're a math genius. We'll put you in all these advanced placement classes because Steve cheated. Do you remember that?
1: Oh, uh, right. Like,
0: this is this is Brett era stuff. He hasn't been in an episode since then, but he's back and we'll see him one more time. Oh, so Good for go, them continuity. for getting him back. Nancy Fernandez is here credited as Nadine, though I do not remember seeing Nadine or her having dialogue or anything like that.
1: I don't either. But
0: Wesley Allen Gulick is not credited as Willie, but I definitely saw him there, so...
1: They are He's all back. over the place i know
0: final appearance of lisa williams as barbara corman sorry kendra i know you were really invested yeah in that they character.
1: were my favorite family
0: i know but i mean no we'll see the dad and the daughter again but the wife's gone so oh okay she's done <laughs> she's done here's a weird one mark mcclure not troy mcclure kendra, you, you always confuse it and it's i know not it's troy very McClure, confusing it's mark mcclure of back to the future and superman fame uh i'm saying this is a recurring appearance because the last time we saw him was in season four and he was an instructor at that ufo thing that claire and david all got into so Mm. i'm gonna say his career went up and now he's a college professor and it's the same guy yeah
1: oh yes need need that that's the official
0: ruling of 902 on here it's canon (laughs) we've made it so new recurring players new recurring players emma caulfield ford as susan keats i'm gonna tell you up front kendra that much like Jason, whatever his name is, as Colin Wilds, Jason Roberts, I wanna say, Susan's gonna be around for a while. Okay. So, ditto Susan. Until I say she's not here, assume she is. But Emma Caulfield Ford was probably best known for her role in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Division, and of course, I wanna marry Ryan Banks. Of course. Did you did you remember? Did you recognize? I from did. I you marry know, Ryan Banks.
1: As we were watching it, I was like, "Well, she's very familiar, but I couldn't put my finger on." That's it. Uh, what it was? i well, that's to Ryan Banks. Who was she in WandaVision?
0: She was Dottie. Was her name, and she was kind of a red herring. They placed her there and everybody was like, ooh, who is she really playing? And she was just playing a lady trapped in the town.
1: <laughs> okay, just one of the townspeople, cool.
0: Yeah, but she was featured, like they featured her in a way that was like, remember this, cause it's gonna be important. Mm. And the thing is, it wasn't.
1: That was a great show. It was so good,
0: I love it. Rebecca Gayhart, here is Antonia, Antonia, Antonia. Marchette. Antonia. Here's my question. Dylan's looking at rosters, thinking that Tony Marchette Jr. is in this class. What? How? How is that possible? Because it would have said Antonia. It wouldn't have said Tony. And it would have been Tony with an I. Come on.
1: Uh, yeah. I, at the very hey. least, it would have been Tony with an I.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this show sucks. <laughs> Just kidding. She was uh, She on <laughs> things like Vanished, Wasteland, and Scream 2. Kendra, I know you've seen, what, 15 minutes of Scream 2? So I don't know if you recognize
1: I've her. I've seen, like, the last, uh, I want to say, like, the, the last, last 30 to 45 minutes of Scream 2. Okay.
0: Okay. Funny little things here. She also, not grim just fun facts. <laughs> she also appeared in an episode of What I Like About You with one Jenny Garth, Jenny with an IE, mm. Garth. And she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Luke Perry, which would prove to be his last oh, on screen credit.
1: Yeah. So there you go. Fun.
0: We have Cliff Wiseman here as Bruno, uh, known for things like Better Call Saul and The Resident with CW 90210 star Manish Dial. And he was in Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh. Uh, finally, we're introduced to Doran Fane, who has Jessica Corman, the little girl who will decide Ray's fate. <laughs> if she likes you, you'll get a record deal. If she doesn't like you, you're dead.
1: Great She this was don't...
0: on Blossom. She was an empty nest. And she was a regular in Hearts of Fire, which was a sitcom starring John Ritter and Marky Post cool. in the 90s. Awesome. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Other cast members include... Todd Thiessen who is a little brother of Tiffany Amber Thiessen he plays Larry Malinowski and we only get him at the roll call that's it I thought maybe he'd have a little role in here but that's it that's the only thing but he played a young Thunderbolt Ross in uh, Ang Lee's Hulk movie he was in Diagnosis Murder and he was in CSI we have Mark Edwards as Carl Lindstrom he was in NYPD Blue Dangerous Minds and a ton of behind the scenes work John Huertas as Peter Magnuson. This was another one that was just the roll call, but he went on to have a great TV career. He was Javier Esposito on Castle, like a regular in Castle for its whole run. He also plays Miguel Rivas on This Is Us. Hmm, so cool. lots of TV work for this guy, and it was basically just a blink-and-you-miss-it moment. Yumi Iwama as Anna. She had a recurring role on Diagnosis Murder. Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, in case you were wondering which yeah. Dr. Quinn, the yeah. one that was a medicine she was, There's she was a medicine woman in the old, in the old West. Right. Played by Jane Seymour. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah. And she, okay. <laughs> just want to make sure. And she was in Once and Again.
1: Did you capitalize those letters in Once and Again on purpose?
0: I didn't. And you didn't have to call me out on it.
1: <laughs> well, it's so. just funny because you capitalized the first two letters of each word. And so I I, I was like, is I it a it. periodic table of elements thing? I, or.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yeah, it's actually once in a sulfur gin.
1: I like that you didn't pick an element that starts with an A. You you went for, <laughs> you went for sulfur. That's well, fine. They
0: don't always line up. They like argon, always that always probably would have been. It.
1: Yeah, yeah no, you're right. Would have been a good one. That would have been a good one. You're right. Sometimes they don't make sense. No. <laughs> Alright, well let's get into the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've had a, a great start and we're gonna continue. We <laughs> do. We do. Alright. Yep. We're starting with uh the peach pit where the gang is sitting and they're they're very sad because the summer is ending and they're just talking about scary words like homework and Tess. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember all the words that they say. What um, a
0: weird, weird group this is, by the way. It's Valerie, Donna, Steve, and Claire. Yeah. It is a weird group. And, and I guess Valerie's whole Ginger was a thief really worked.
1: Yeah, she's in. Really
0: worked. She, she is, is in.
1: in the group. Um she what, is. what did Donna do to her hair? It looks different this episode. It's less... Oh, it did look different. It's less va I guess it looks like they just straightened it or something. Maybe. I don't
0: know. Yeah. It, it's different. Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Uh, they're sitting there, you know, bemoaning the summer ending. And Colin and Kelly arrive. And as soon as Valerie sees Colin, she's like, Colin Robinson. Or is that his name?
0: <laughs> just Robbins. Just Colin Robin. Robinson. Yeah. See?
1: I told you I was going to do it. Colin oh. Robbins... It turns out they know each other, Nick.
0: Oh. From a tour
1: of Europe that they did when they were children, I guess. Nothing sexy
0: about a backpacking tour through Europe.
1: Nothing. Nothing at all. Don't worry
0: about that at all. Yeah. Teenagers backpacking (laughs) through Europe, nothing's going to go down.
1: (laughs) The, uh, The venom in Kelly's eyes is, you know, you can really see it as Valerie stands up and hugs Colin and... She is not happy that they know each other. So then we have the intro, where, as we mentioned, Jenny Garth's name is spelled wrong. Right after the intro, we start... We're back on campus because Uh this is a college show and these... People go to college, If in case yeah. you forgot. Dylan is there, runs into Brandon, and Brandon's wondering why is he there, and he makes a joke that he bought the college and he's going to turn it into a nudist colony. I feel like there's uh, a <laughs> lot of nude mentions in this episode. True, there are. First of many. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's telling Brandon he found out that Tony Marchette's kid goes to see you, and he is going to... Go to their class and stalk them. I don't know. Befriend? Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what the plan is either. I'm
0: confused by Brandon's reaction in the last episode. Was he like, "I want no part of this"? Because I thought they were like,
1: no, they were know, they were team kill like a gangster. Starz
0: Hutch, yeah, going for it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brandon like won't even tell him where the building is, where the class is, and stuff. It's weird.
1: Yeah, it is. Steve and Valerie arrive on campus. Steve drove her to school. They're talking about Colin, and Valerie says that nothing happened between them. It was a long time ago, but she yeah, does it's admit a sexy <laughs> she does admit to. Uh, he asks if there's still if she still carries a fl- a flame or something, and she says, "Yeah, it's more like an eternal flame."
0: Uh-huh.
1: So she's into him. Claire and Donna are watching. Valerie, I think. They see Valerie, and so they start talking yeah. about Colin and Valerie. And Kelly walks up behind them and assures them that she is not jealous. It happened a long time no. ago. She doesn't care.
0: Well, so long ago. It's fine. Totally fine. Totes fine. It should, Totes fine.
1: It should be noted that Kelly is once again wearing the lightest pink dress that, from many she angles, is. makes it look like she is wearing nothing at all. Yes. And I yes. don't understand Claire,
0: it. meanwhile looks like she just came out of, like, a wind tunnel. (laughs) She's got, like, the frosted hair, and it's just like, yeah, (laughs) yeah,
1: midriffs. Claire,
0: I know, I was just going to say, you kept commenting on Claire's midriff last time. This time, she added a little bit, like, a a Christina Aguilera, like, belly button necklace Mm -hmm. that she was wearing as well. Yeah. So.
1: Okay, so then we go to this class where Tony Marchette's Kid is supposed to be, and they're calling the role. Yeah. This is where we see Tiffany Ambertheson's brother. And My brother, yeah. Just, just for a second. And then the professor calls Tony Marchette, and a girl raises her hand. Uh,
0: oh, no. He's
1: a she. So Dylan, after class, follows Tony and knocks her books out of her hand. It is like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me pick those up for you. And he tries to walk her to her next class, but she's kind of like, eh, it's it's fine. Thank you yeah. for my books. Goodbye. <laughs> and he, he does seem to be attracted to her.
0: Yes, he does.
1: At the student union, Steve has it made in the shade. He has no classes Cake. on Mondays or Fridays.
0: Yeah. What does that even mean?
1: I just don't. I I never had that ever. No. Never you got ever. got your Tuesday, ever.
0: Thursday classes. You got your Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes. I don't yeah. see how he's making that work.
1: Well, he's got this dream schedule, but his advisor does want to meet with him, which is. Yeah.
0: Well, little... it's been since season four since <laughs> he's talked to this guy. So it's overdue. Yeah.
1: I mean, when I. W- I don't know if this is how most colleges work, but I like met with my advisor before I picked my classes. So yeah. we like made a plan and I. Like, we made a list, so then when I signed up for my classes, I was just following the list. So, Kelly, Donna, and Claire arrived, joined the group. David says that he needs to get his schedule worked out. He missed his registration because he's been helping his mom a lot.
0: Yeah, get situated. This is another episode with lots of references to David's mom.
1: No visuals. No visuals, just references. Brandon is also not a fan of his schedule, but he has decided he is going to be a journalist again. And he's yeah. going to go to the Condor and they're going to give him a column, a weekly column to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny too. Is it Donna? Somebody's like that editor. She's no Andrea Zuckerman. It was and then Donna. She proceeds to be exactly, exactly like Andrea Zuckerman season one.
1: Yes. They read an article that she wrote or at least published, called Must Be a Guy Thing. And it was like a list of 10 bad attributes of guys. Is that what it was?
0: It was like things for incoming freshmen to watch out for. It was basically like a, you might be a redneck if list, (laughs) you know, but but for guys on campus. Yes.
1: Colin arrives and joins the group and he and Kelly are kissy and this makes Valerie uncomfortable. So she gets up, she Gets up and is like, "Oh, I have to go to class," and she spills a drink everywhere, and yeah. it's just very awkward. Kelly, Kelly seems yeah, is, it seems to is, make Kelly laugh, but
0: <laughs> this is kind of like when Valerie had to get up and talk in front of the Peach Pit, where she was like, "I'm nervous, Valerie today. I'm
1: so shy. Oh no!" Nick, she could have any guy on that campus. She could have any I guy agree. in
0: any guy she wants
1: in Beverly Hills. Most of the main she cast, has to go after but, Kelly's. Yep. Okay, then we go to Steve's advisor's office, where he, this advisor, he is not thrilled with, with He's Steve. He's not having it. He's looking at he his, like his high school grades. He's looking at his grades thus far at CU. Not impressed. Right. So he has decided that Steve will be re- taking remedial math five mornings a week. Every morning. Yeah. He must take yeah, math. This
0: Listen. We don't need to get into the weeds on like how colleges work here. But Steve is like, on academic probation, remember? He had yeah. to do like summer school all yeah. summer. So there's no way he could just like pick whatever classes he wanted to. That would yeah. be crazy. That would never happen. Absolutely. All right, that's it. That's it for my sidebar.
1: Well, there goes Steve's perfect schedule. Now he's got yeah. classes on Monday. He's got yesterday. math every day. Yep.
0: Every morning.
1: So is this art room where Kelly and Colin are on campus? It's it just, like, is, yeah. the art room? Okay. But Colin doesn't guess, go yeah. to see you.
0: No. Remember, he says he's going to meet a friend. Like, he has an old friend on the faculty. And so he's going oh. there to meet the friend, and the friend offers him a position, and blah, blah, blah.
1: Yes, the friend offers him a job. Um, Kelly comes in, and he, like, is sketching a picture of her while he's telling her that he doesn't, you know, he came to, to LA, to or to Beverly Hills to, uh, you know, work on his art, not to teach other people how to to do art
0: this is really funny too because he he does that thing where you don't see it and he's like hold still give me more profile blah 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 and he's clearly like painting you know (laughs) and I thought it was going to pull I thought it was going to pull back and it was going to be like a goofy thing you know it was just like (laughs) a dog or a flower or something but it's like a very photorealistic pencil drawing of Kelly and I'm like (laughs) yeah, no no. that's not what just happened we watched it happen you didn't even have a pencil that's not what happened (laughs)
1: Kelly mentions that her friends think that she's jealous because of the whole Valerie situation, but Colin kind of brushes it off. He's like, it was so long Like, Who cares? It was so long ago. Who cares that we knew each other? At the Condor, Brandon comes in full, like, I deserve this. Give me a job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know who I am?
1: (laughs) And he meets the editor, Susan Keats, who could not care less about Brandon. No, she, she is not She is busy, she doesn't have time for him.
0: It's really funny to me, the way that they like characterize Susan, because like, if they're not purposely parroting, like the first episode where Brandon goes into the blaze and meets Andrea, then it's like a crazy coincidence because <laughs> I feel like it's beat for beat the same. She's <laughs> like, I don't want your, you know, your braggy, just everything she says to him is just so similar to Andrea. And it feels kind of like we were saying how Ray was just a redo of the David storyline. I feel like they got rid of Gabrielle Carteris and we're like, OK, let's do the Andrea story that we should have done in season one. And yeah, here
1: we are. yeah, yeah. Agreed. So she she objects to everything about him, basically. You know, she lists a million reasons why she can't give him a column to do. So he's not mm-hmm. getting a column thus far.
0: I do like her, though. Oh, I like her, too. I I, I think she's instantly likable. She's
1: instantly likable. Do you remember
0: back when when we... So we covered I Want to Marry Ryan Banks, which is the TV movie with Jason Priestley and Emma Caulfield-Ford and Bradley Cooper. Mm -hmm. We did it for a, a Valentine special. Anyway, in that movie... The whole thing is that she and Jason Priestley have no chemistry and she's attracted to Bradley Cooper's character, who's like the producer or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that was so interesting when you watch this, because I think they have like amazing chemistry in this.
1: Yeah, I I agree. They do. So
0: to like turn it off for I Want to Marry Ryan Banks is pretty impressive, like acting wise, because they really right from the beginning have kind of an electric thing going on.
1: Yeah, Agreed. All right. We go to wherever Ray is working. I guess he's a welder now. He welds? Yeah,
0: I guess. That seems yep.
1: like new information. Um, But he gets a...
0: <laughs> I, there's a whole certification process that we were not <laughs> led into. So.
1: I want to see his certificate. <laughs>
0: yeah, me too. When, when does he go to the night classes and stuff? He's been in Portland. He's been all over the place. He leaves town whenever he wants.
1: He gets a call and... <laughs> from Donna while he's working. And she is calling to say that the, I forget her name. What is the, the woman the who man. lost her ring? Yes. The yeah. people who lost the ring, they, you know, Ray was blamed, whatever. They were so happy that Donna returned it, that they, you know, said that they would do something for her. And so she cashed that in for Ray as she often does And she told them all she wants is for them to come to the peach pit and hear Ray play, because it turns out Jerry is the head of a big record company. So
0: sure. He sure seems the type, you know, the thing that I thought was interesting here, Donna's like, Ray's like, I'm not playing at the peach pit after dark tomorrow. And Donna's like, you are now baby. I fixed it with Valerie last season. Ray would have been like, how dare you, Donna? And, like, jumped all, like, over her. But he was like, great. Thanks for the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely a different side of Ray that we're seeing there.
1: Yeah. I feel like last season he would have been like, I don't want to do that, Donna. Mm.
0: You don't even care about me. You just care about your stupid friends. (laughs) I'm going to Portland.
1: (laughs) All right. At the Peach Pit, Valerie. Really
0: exciting will like Willie's like strafing with dishes behind this oh is where yes. he makes his silent uncredited cameo
1: yes <laughs> so at the peach pit valerie is uh she comes in like panicking to nate uh nat about many things you know this isn't working this isn't working nat says he'll take care of it colin is sitting at the counter and so and says i didn't even know there was a club Next door, let alone that you owned it. So she takes him over to see the club. They talk about old times and how Valerie's teeth turned out much nicer post-braces. Because uh, yeah. she had braces when she knew him. Uh, they talked about the night that they missed the bus in Oslo and had to. she had to borrow his sleeping bag or something. And she admits to him that uh, she was interested in him. But, uh-huh. you know, oh, well, wasn't meant to be. Yep.
0: She won. She wanted a slice.
1: But Colin is very interested in the wall behind Valerie. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice yep. wall. And he says it would be perfect for a mural. So Valerie's like, sure, let's do it. Mural. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Why not? Mix pleasure with pleasure. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Kelly arrives finding the two of them together and is not Trailed. very happy about it. Yeah, and so they they go back to the Peach Pit. Back on campus, Dylan runs into Tony again. Not like a stalker, but kind of like a stalker. A little bit. And gets himself invited to lunch, which her bodyguard Bruno is not happy about at all. Back at the Condor, Brandon has written another article that he sticks in Susan's face. It's called, It Must Be a Girl Thing. And it is things for guys to watch out for with girls on campus. And Susan is not amused, doesn't, you know, still is not willing to give him a chance. She thinks that he is, you know, too high and mighty, needs to be brought back down to earth, which is probably true. So Braden then comes up with this idea that they should go out together to the Peach Pit after dark. They should observe guys and girls and they should write an article about guys and girls together
0: yeah well he's earlier he had a whole thing about how like she's like we don't we don't do anything based on you know reputation or whatever we only do it based on skills because he had a whole big thing about how he'd been interning in boston and like as the former president he had all sorts of things to say and she's basically just thinking he's like setting up his re-election campaign and stuff and he's just not interested so i don't know how like convincing her to go on a peach pit date to watch men and women really plays into his hand but it does and it seems to work so yeah okay
1: okay we go to the peach pit after dark where colin and kelly are visualizing the mural and i guess they're gonna do Mm. a new york city thing is that what they've decided on
0: yeah which i don't really get but okay
1: david arrives and he is late because he again was helping his mom move to this new place so valerie comes out and is yelling at david saying she needs this done and this done and Kelly then takes Valerie aside back into her office and tells her she was way out of line for yelling at David and he's late because he's helping his mom move yep. and all this stuff. Kelly asks, or sorry, Valerie asks Kelly, are you like, are you mad because of me yelling at David or are you mad because I hired Colin? And she says, well, how are you treating Colin? And Valerie says, as a friend, nothing more.
0: And then it just kind of no, and the scene just kind of ends. It, yeah, it just like, like we were physical up Yeah, a confrontation. But Kelly's just kind of like walks out of shot. Yeah, <laughs> not very strong. Not a strong scene.
1: Yeah. At lunch, Dylan and Tony are having a good time. Bruno is. Yeah. They're talking about Bruno and how overprotective he is because of her dad and. Then he gets her to talk about her dad and what he does. And they... It's like, any
0: allergies, any, any fatal allergies? Is he a good swimmer?
1: What's the code to your uh, security <laughs> gates?
0: How long can he hold his breath? <laughs>
1: um, he talks about, you know, he says, well, I don't actually go to school at CU, but every year I I say I'm going to go to school and then I get there and I'm like, This is dumb, which is
0: a pretty good, pretty good cover. Yeah, pretty good cover.
1: Yeah. So as they're leaving, Tony says she wants to meet him again that night. She says she'll kind of, you know, sneak out or get her dad to let her go out without Bruno. And they will meet at the Peach Pit after dark. This little club she knows about.
0: Yeah, she knows. Yeah, he's heard of it. He's heard of it.
1: At the Walsh house, we get our first sighting of the spaghetti picture, which you <laughs> mentioned.
0: <laughs> yes, I was delighted by the spaghetti picture. Just like when we saw the cow chair in the beach apartment, I was like, it's that thing, same with the spaghetti <laughs> picture. its I want to say it's like in the kitchen dining area, and it's yeah. like just a big red background with a fork of spaghetti. <laughs>
1: yeah, stands oh, out the, in my memories. Oh, I'm going to get one. Yeah, I think you should. Brandon and Valerie are heading out to go to the Peach Pit. Steve is staying back to interview some tutors, and he's got a great pool to choose from. These people he that yep. he interviews, uh, but yep. none of them, none of them are staying out at the Peach Pit after dark. Brandon is heading in, and he gets to you know skip the line because he knows the owner. And he finds yes. Susan in line. She actually came to the Peach Pit after dark to meet him. Yeah. So, so he gets her through. They skip the line. They go inside. Valerie. The music
0: replacement. Oh. The music replacement during this scene sounds so much like the Melrose Place theme.
1: Oh, it's funny. Interesting. It really.
0: I mean, it's not. It's not. But I think they just chose that same kind of like ethereal, weird beat. It just really sounded like it a lot.
1: Mm, interesting valerie apologizes to david and says the this like i feel like she's trying to be helpful but if if someone said this to me i'd probably be a little upset she's you know tells him if he needs someone to talk to she has a lot of experience with crazy parents <laughs> mm. which just seems a little insensitive to me
0: a <laughs> little a little
1: a little the Cormicks arrive. They are there to listen to Ray. So they meet Ray and Donna back in the green room, you know, area. Yeah. And their daughter, Jessica, she wants some snacks. And she's... Yeah,
0: chips, soda, whatever.
1: Very annoyed that there's no snacks available. Uh, and it turns out her opinion is important because Jerry says if his daughter likes... The, the bands that they hear, then, you know, they're in. But if she, doesn't, li- if she yep. doesn't like them, no record deal. Right. It's the best system, and it's proven to work. Brandon and Susan are holding up the wall and, you know, just observing around them, because as we know, Brandon doesn't dance or anything. Thank goodness. And Brandon's like, oh, yeah, the guys here, they're pretty nice. And right as he says that, a guy approaches Susan and says, the most vomit worthy pickup line which is i you... <laughs> no go ahead no
0: it's just your no your reaction your reaction to this that was the fun part about watching this together because you were like it was basically a fall. you were like oh my god
1: i was like it, vom it, it i was like hard. fake vomiting it everywhere it too hard yeah, yeah. Hits you so hard. the line said- is uh do you have a mirror in your pocket because i sure can see myself in your pants <laughs> I just don't I can't imagine he's had success with that line.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't think so. But I, I imagine he keeps so.
1: trying it. It just seems like he's There's the kind of out guy there for everyone,
0: Kendra, yeah. you know? Yeah.
1: So she she tells him off, gets him to go away. Steve is telling Claire about his tutor problem and Claire has a great idea. She's going to tutor him. And uh <laughs> Brandon comes up and yeah. hears and hears this plan and says, well she's beautiful, but is she corrupt? And Steve's face is so funny when he like yep. he like looks at Claire and looks at Brandon. It was it was very funny. Colin and Kelly are being very flirty and decide to go back to his place to get naked. So good for good for them. <laughs> that is that was that the literal line. Their plan. That was the literal is, line. Yep. Brandon then right like right Valerie was watching the two of them and I guess Brandon yeah. has picked up on the fact that Valerie is into Colin. There was no scene between them where they discussed this. But no,
0: and Brandon's never been in a room with Valerie and Colin. That's why it was really confusing to me. I was like, What
1: what is it she was. even upset
0: about? What is he talking about? Yeah. I wondered if there was a deleted scene, but it, you're right. He's just reacting to her watching Kelly and Colin.
1: Yeah. He says, Don't let it get to you. And basically he's like, I'm in the same boat as you having to watch Kelly with somebody else. So yeah, yeah. It was a weird line. It was like, they forgot that we hadn't seen some stuff.
0: Did you notice, I've never noticed this before, but like the background behind them is a bunch of ones and zeros as was like the dance floor. And I was like, is it like a binary themed? It was weird. I didn't get it. I have
1: never noticed that. No, that's funny. Very strange. Dylan and Tony arrive and at first he tries to get her to not go to the peach pit after dark because he's he's like I know too many people here. He lets yeah. he lets on that he has some money but he doesn't want to give her too much background. He says, you know, I don't people treat me differently when they know I have money or something like that.
0: I don't know what they're th- like I wanna know what the budget for Dylan's linen suits are this season because it's like it's all he wears. Yeah. He dresses like he's going to brunch in Miami like every day, no matter where he's going.
1: Yep. Hey tan linen suits. That's it. Dress for the job you want, I guess. I guess. Yeah, sure. Sure. But Tony convinces him to in, uh, introduce her to his friends. So at first she meets Steve and Valerie, and then she's introduced to Brandon and Susan. And Brandon, upon hearing her name, immediately knows you know who she is and what Dylan's yeah. doing. Ray is playing his song. Did you learn the name of yeah. this song? I did not. No, okay, I'm sorry, but we actually because
0: we were on the DVD, I assume we heard the full song. It's it's a it starts. With a big harmonica-led intro, which I yes. question the wisdom of. But, <laughs> yeah, we actually hear Ray perform.
1: Yeah. So everyone's, you know, watching, listening, and um, Jessica, little Jessica, is very into it. So that's good for yeah. Ray. She's liking the song. Good signs. Good th- signs for Ray. as they're listening, Tony reaches over and holds Dylan's hand. And yeah. Brandon is... He's very not okay with it at this point. And so he and Dylan uh-huh. kind of share this look. After the concert, Brandon walks Susan to her car. They have a little, you know, flirty flirty as she gets in her car. In the Yeah, pe- there's a whole
0: like, are you if you think you're going to kiss me or whatever. And he's like, no, I thought we could go all the way, like on your <laughs> list.
1: <laughs> in the peach pit, the gang is getting some some food. And Claire is laying out her rules for tutoring, which are... You do your own homework, you do yep. her her practice problems, and you if you break the rules, the price goes up.
0: Non-negotiate.
1: I really thought she was going to charge him a lot more than this, but she char- she wants $20 an hour. And Steve, yep. of course, responds with, how much for topless? And Claire says he can't afford that. Ray and Donna arrive and Donna is very sure that he's going to get a record deal. So they're celebrating. We get a smile out of Ray, which is yes. very abnormal. That was
0: crazy. I've never seen him smile before.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Tony and Dylan are going to be heading out. So Dylan goes to the counter to get the, to you know, pay. And Brandon is there and basically lets his disapproval be known. Um, you know says he's cruising for a bruising basically
0: yeah. I, so much Dylan Brandon in this episode though I really enjoyed it yes for sure every time they had a scene was fun
1: so Dylan takes Tony home and she lives in a very big house which she, which she comments on and they do some kissy kissy in the car and her father is watching from the window and tells oh, her, her bodyguard Bruno that he wants Dylan checked out at Colin's apartment the next day, Colin has made her breakfast. He's <laughs> so A nice. Breakfast of his choosing. <laughs> this is what I want you to eat for breakfast.
0: <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, he is going to be at the club all day painting his mural. So if she needs him, that's where he will be. And Keller after. He
0: does that little. That, that boop-a-doop voice she does that I hate so much. Oh. Like,
1: oh, stay with, stay in bed with me. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. After he leaves, there is a phone call for him uh, from Claudia from New York.
0: <laughs> Claudia, New York. <laughs>
1: Claudia, New York. That's what she writes down. Claudia, New York. But uh, he- Claudia says,
0: this is Claudia... From the gallery, and she, and Kelly's like Claudia from the gallery, and she just writes. And she writes
1: in New, York. New York, yeah. She doesn't write the. That's, gallery. She doesn't even write
0: gallery. <laughs> she writes Claudia in New York. <laughs> she's not. <sighs> she's not good at taking messages.
1: Yeah. No. Okay. We go back to the Condor. Brandon goes to see Susan because he ran her article or his article about. Yeah, she ran it. It's yep. a girl thing or whatever. She. She has broken down. She's offering him a weekly column, $50 a week. $50 yeah, a getting week. Paid.
0: Getting paid.
1: Yeah. I did not know this would be a paid position, but 50 bucks a week. Neither. Hey. In Good the 90s. Yeah. yeah. So he says he will accept the position if he can take her to dinner. Which oh, she Inappropriate. Okay. Does she say no to that? I, can't... I don't
0: think she says definitively, but she's like we don't have anything in common and stuff, you know.
1: Yeah. Last scene is at the Peach Pit after dark.
0: No, no, no. Wait. Her little friend, I think that's who Anna is, comes in and was like, he's got a cute butt. She's like, tell
1: me about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's got a cute butt. How can you see his butt in those jeans he's wearing?
0: I know. Those big, like, baggy acid wash jeans. No way. You could not tell anybody's
1: butt shape in the 90s. You
0: couldn't. You (laughs) You couldn't. You're right.
1: Last scene, Peach Pit after dark. Uh, Colin and Valerie run into each other outside the club and she says, you know, come on in. Let's, you know, get some food or whatever and we'll bring your stuff in. So they go into the club and she tells him that she's had this dream since she was 15 years old of kissing him. She's, you know, he's her long lost love that she's never mentioned to anybody before. (laughs) No. (laughs) And so Colin... Obliges. He kisses her. Full
0: on the mouth. Full yep. on the
1: mouth. And she says, thanks. I'll never forget that.
0: Never forget it. So gross. I mean, it's pathetic for Valerie. I mean, obviously she's playing him, but like still, that's a pathetic thing to have Yeah, done. I've always do you, wanted to kiss you.
1: Do you think that he, like we're supposed to think he's this like bohemian share the love kind of person or that he's just a a (laughs) scumbag
0: don't think it's presented as if he's a scumbag i think he's a scumbag yeah i don't think that's the way it's supposed to come across
1: yeah well i hated it so
0: i did too and that's that's a roll credits right we're done so it is yep yeah
1: that's it uh
0: i gotta say kendra verdict wise i'm i'm all in for this episode i really enjoyed it i
1: i enjoyed it as well it had that jason Priestley goof to it it
0: did yes so many good Dylan and Brandon scenes. And I it just really drove home how much, how a big a part of a series that was and how much I've missed it like since that's gone away. So having them just have scenes and interaction together again just felt like, yeah, this is what the show is supposed to be. But overall, I just thought it was funny. It was fun. I liked that we kind of broke up groupings. We tried some different things and stuff. And I don't know. I'm on board for it. I really like
1: yeah. I agree. I like that we're going to have this, like, Claire-Steve pair-up. I think that'll be fun. More Claire-Valerie Va- stuff. I liked th- th- that there wasn't a ton of Ray, even though we were there to watch him sing, fine. But beyond that, there wasn't a ton of, like, Ray-Donna stuff, which we've had a lot of lately. So, yeah, I also really enjoyed this episode. Excited to see where it goes.
0: What's your zero oh snap, Kendra?
1: Ooh, um... I guess I'll give it to that Kelly Valerie scene even though it wasn't that snappy. Yeah.
0: I know, I was kind of thinking that's like that's the moment where where the big thing should have happened and it just didn't. Or maybe
1: so I guess or, or maybe I'd give it to that look between Dylan and Brandon when Tony holds oh, Dylan's hand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it to the Valerie Colin kiss. Oh, I think yeah. that was like a whoa. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, we will have to uh, we'll have to see what happens next time. In season six, episode four, everything's coming up roses. In the meantime, you can catch me every other week on this Sandorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. Kendra, what are you doing? What are you doing in the off weeks?
1: Oh, you know, just doing my thing. Uh, yeah. I am uh, Miss MusicBox ninety one on Twitter, and I have another podcast called Nineties Music Got Me Like, where each week we look at a different nineties song, and it's a lot of fun. So come over and uh, and listen there
0: okay i <laughs> don't here we go <laughs>